Welcome to Season 5 of Creepypasta Myths. I am your host, Andrew. Please enjoy tonight's creepy reading. Let's begin. The Pigman of Northfield Written by William Dalphine My family lived in Vermont for a number of years, in a small town called Northfield South, Montepiler. There's a local legend in Northfield, of a thing known as the Pigman. The story has multiple versions, as most do, but there are some parts that are always the same. Back in 1951, the night before Halloween, the 17-year-old kid named Sam Harris went out on his own with a basket of eggs to cause some mischief. Nobody knows exactly what happened to him just that he never came home and was never found. Years later, some high school kids were out drinking behind the school one night during a dance when this thing came walking out of the woods on two human legs. It was naked, covered in white hair, and was wearing a hollowed-out pig's head like a grotesque mask. Naturally, the kids tore out of there and went and told people. Word spread and some farmer admitted he'd seen a figure matching that description digging around his garbage one night. Some pigs had also gone missing recently. More sightings were made of the Pigman, as it came to be known, but many times the claims were just kids wanting to get attention. Now, whether the thing is Sam Harris, or this thing ate Sam Harris, nobody in town knows for sure, but what they do know is that it isn't afraid of people, and it really likes to eat meat. There's a place just outside of Northfield known as the Devil's Washbowl, with a river and waterfall, and a number of caves. After more sightings of the big man were made out by the washbowl, some people went investigating and found that one cave in particular. It was littered with animal bones, some of which belonged to pigs. It got around that they found the lair of the pig man and it became popular for teens to go out to the devil's washbowl at night and try to catch a sight of him. My sister and a couple of her friends went out to the devil's washbowl their senior year. They took sleeping bags and flashlights and all the gear you'd take to go camping. I wasn't there to give a first-hand account of what transpired. I was only eight at the time. I can only tell you what was told to me. There were six or eight of them depending on who you ask, all couples. They picked a number of caves, one for each pair. My sister and her boyfriend were in their cave. She was rolling out their sleeping bags and he was trying to start a fire when they heard some shouts and then screaming from one of the other caves. When they got there, the girl was curled up in a ball in the farthest corner of the cave and her boyfriend was nowhere to be found. She told them that the pigman had come, trudging into their cave, completely undaunted by their presence. The guy had started shouting at it, both to drive it away and to get the other's attention. The pigman casually picked up a large rock and struck the guy on the side of the head with it, knocking him unconscious. It picked him up, slung him over its shoulder, and shambled out of the cave just moments before the rest arrived. Nobody had seen it exit the cave, nor seen signs of it at all. They did find the rock laying on the cave floor with blood on it, and a bare footprint 
and some soft creek mud outside. The girls all drove into town and went straight to the police. The remaining boys, whether it was two or three of them, grabbed flashlights and makeshift weapons and scoured the woods around the area. The footprints disappeared at the edge of the road and they lost the trail there. Search parties were set up. Police and canine units in a big coordinated effort including several other adjoining township police forces. A couple of days later, some articles of the guy's clothes were found by a search dog. They had been left torn and scattered in an abandoned farmhouse a town over. The missing teen's photo was put up in the area, and one guy came forward. He said that he'd awakened the other night to the sound of someone lurking outside his house. He checked out his kitchen window and there was someone rummaging through the trash can by his garage. The person was only wearing a faded and ripped up pair of jeans. When the man hit the porch light, the intruder had looked up and it had looked just like the kid in the photo. The only difference was that his body was covered with white hair and his eyes looked kind of hollow. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen to. If you haven't done so yet, please do a review. It helps me out. Everything that I use is in the description below. Thank you again for listening to Creepypasta Myths. I'll see you guys next week with a brand new episode.